This programme was first broadcast on Otago Access Radio and made with the assistance of New Zealand On Air. This is the profile of 20 Young Poets on Otago Access Radio, a series celebrating the literary talent of young people in Dunedin. Every Wednesday at 5pm we will hear from another young Dunedin poet about their passion for writing and listen to some of their written work. Episodes from these series will be replayed at 9.30pm on Thursdays and 2.30pm on Fridays and available online from www.oar.org.nz and iTunes. I'm Ahi. I'm from Logan Park High School, and I am interested in drama and science. So I've been writing creatively since I learnt how to write, but it was never really poetry or speeches or anything like that until about year 11. Ngamanu Korero is a speech competition for Māori students to encourage fluency in um, both Te Reo Māori and English. In year 12, I won the competition and got to go up to nationals. It was really incredible to be immersed in my culture like that and to get to hear the voices of all of the other Māori youth out there and where we collectively feel like the world should be going. My heritage and my family particularly now as I'm growing older, have become a bigger part of my writing but also just who I am as a person. From my performances, I guess, I want people to come away feeling like they've learnt something and they have a greater understanding of Māori culture. I am the descendant of chiefs and warriors and thinkers. I am the descendant of strong Māori women. As I sat in the Farenui of Awarua Marae, I was surrounded by Cliff Whiting's representations of twelve Māori women, twelve carvings standing larger than life that embody the resilience of women and the strength to hold a home together in the face of adversity. I looked to them and I saw their mana. I saw the tipuna of Kaitahu and in the celebration of them I asked myself what makes a strong Māori woman. Is it the strength to continue our lineage, the strength to fight for what is right? Is it wellness and personal sovereignty? Or is it about giving back to your iwi and overcoming great barriers? The tight grip of colonisation stole from us as both Māori and woman. An acceptance of violence against women arrived on those Pākehā boats. The first colonists brought with them the idea of other, othering. The process by which a group or individual becomes mentally defined as not us. Māori women fell from tapu recognisable as warriors and givers of life to Lisa. Colonization brought with it boxes, Māori men, those to make bargains with future farmers, future workers, Māori women, those to look at exotic, you know, not like a wife, those sexualized beings being trained for a life of servitude. 
Who knows about the Māori woman who fought for women's suffrage, who contested pay inequality, who stood with white women to protest for a right to abortion. Māori women are a driving force in New Zealand, but more like a strong wind than a thunderstorm, enacting change but without being seen. We were the invisible fighters. Women have an equal place in kaitahu culture and that place is not just in the kitchen. Colonization has forced us to forget the flexibility of women's roles. Women like Tuhai Tara lead war parties alongside their husbands. But strength is not measured solely in the number of wars you have won or the people who will follow you. Sometimes strength wears the guise of perseverance and hard work. In my mother's living memory, Kath Brown was a prominent kaitahu artist whose works displayed the dignity of Māori culture. As a kaitahu leader, she shared her knowledge widely. Alva Kapa was not only the lead instigator in the creation of the Manaponamu Awards, but also a strong advocate for Māori in education, seeing education as a path of self-determination and well-being. These two women were modern-day warriors. My mother wore the effects of colonization, a sweatshirt stitched with the leftovers from colonial destruction painted in negative statistics. She left foster care at 17 with no belongings or connections built from scratch. The life my siblings and I have now, I am sheltered. I am privileged. But this privilege comes from the struggle she endured. I look at strong Māori women and I see my mother. A social worker and Māori feminist who tells us having children is the greatest achievement of her life. It has achieved so much else as well. She is strong. She fights for every right we have access to. The resistance of Māori women against dominant male Western narratives is continuous. We have not accepted inequality. I know what makes a strong Māori woman. It's self-determination and resilience. There is no limit to the ways in which a Māori woman can be strong and powerful. I may not walk the path of all strong Māori women, and not all strong Māori women walk the same path. But like the long line of kaitahu women before me, I know my strength is my sovereignty and my well-being. And in claiming my sovereignty, I throw off the cloak of colonization and without its weight, rise to equality. So that's my second really serious speech for Ngamane Kōrero. And I wanted to talk about Māori woman and what strength is in Māori woman because there's misconceptions about what you need to be to be strong and also I feel like there's the idea that women are there to give birth sometimes and that there are so many strong women throughout history and so many examples of ways in which you can be strong and incredible and I wanted to express that that speech I talked about it a lot with my mum and I 
wanted to well she's she's in quite a large chunk of it and I wanted to talk about her and how incredibly strong I think she is and how there are things that can set you back but that she's made it through all of that and she's an incredible mother and she's done so many amazing things. Well I do creative writing for school but more I feel like once it starts being assessed it stops feeling like you're doing it for you so I prefer to do it in my own time. I feel like at school I guess anyone could be pushed harder and I I feel like lots of the people at school that do write poetry push themselves more than are pushed but there are systems in place like a creative writing group and stuff like that. I think that an essay is often taken a lot more seriously but lacks the passion and the the personal touch that poetry or speech writing and I mean I use speech writing to communicate ideas that I wouldn't feel comfortable communicating everyday life in conversation. I don't like that you can predict what a speech is when someone gets up to do a speech and you already know what's going to happen and it's like they've shuffled around the words but it's the same speech. So I have always been really drawn to slam poetry and watched it a lot. And so I I watched before I wrote my first speech, which is not part of this, but um I watched the poem Black Girl Magic and I felt like that is exactly how I wanted to be saying what I was saying and I just started writing and so I feel like being able to say things with rhythm and the the emotion is so much more moving and powerful than someone getting up and doing a speech and outlining what they're going to say and that being all that there is in a performance. I feel like the the ability to plan and articulate your thoughts without the pressure of having someone watch you is a really great thing. I love watching slam poetry, so I watch a lot of like button poetry on YouTube. And I guess that's probably the main way that I consume poetry. I really enjoy watching people talk about things that really emotionally move them. And so the passion and talking about injustice and how you overcome that, I feel like that's really powerful. Smoldering skirt, flames lick at legs, fingers tingle with what should have been magic. What exists between science and religion, woman? We are here in transit, bodies mapping the future of humankind, but shut out, unable to find a way into that church, that lab, holy grounds where they build the new world, men, where the seeds of science, the roots of churches, we are the ashes from which greater minds rise, witches, a light until revolution was burnt out. Resistance is funny. 
you never quite get it all. So that one, I was writing about my relationship with science and my relationship with religion and trying to work out a place in between. And I feel like women, it's also about women, um, women are left out of both science and religion in like higher regards, religion being Christianity, I guess. Um, and I, I love the idea of witches and magic being women taking back power. And I did a lot of work on the Crucible last year and performed a large chunk of it. And so I feel like that's kind of what inspired it. I don't have a particularly great process. There's a lot of um, lying on my bed and staring at the ceiling. Um, so I had I had my idea and I mapped it out on paper, what I thought I wanted to say. And then I started writing and ignored all of the planning. And then there was some crying and some more staring at the ceiling until I got to a point where I was like, this is it, it's done, it's it's fine, I'll just, that's good. I edit in the factual information, but mostly, are, I'll switch out words because I, I like using the word incredible far too much, um, and strong, I had to to get out of the thesaurus and work out another way to say that women were strong. But apart from that, there's not a whole lot of reshuffling. See, I'm I'm really on the edges of the poetry culture in Dunedin, so I I feel like I'm not the greatest person to ask you about where you would publish your work. I mean, if you've got something to say, there's always a way to say it. And the internet's great for that. I am not 100% sure what I want to do with my life. But that's that's all fine and great. Um, but I'd really like to do theatre. And so I enjoy writing for performance. And so I've done that a few times for drama performances. And I love the feeling of performing your own work and knowing that everything that you've put out on stage is you. I mean, everyone's written things that are terrible and there's lots that you don't want to read, but if you just keep going, you find something that's real and that you care enough about to write something really amazing about. That was the profile of our latest young poet on Otago Access Radio. This project has been supported by the Dunedin City Council's Creative Communities Scheme, Dunedin UNESCO, City of Literature and Dunedin Public Libraries. If you would like to get involved with this project or any future Youth Zone projects, you can call the station on 471 6161 or email youthzone at oar.org.nz. This programme was first broadcast on Otago Access Radio and made with the assistance of New Zealand On Air.